0: What's up, everybody? Adam here, Blacktop Smack Talk. Man, the crew is back. We are back in the building. Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, So lovely to be back, man. It's, it's pause or, you know, the pandemic, man, it's tough. You know, we're all crazy busy with, with our lives and our jobs and our families and whatnot. So it's always good to get us all on the same on the same you know pod together you know except you know even we even enjoy having bruce on as much as it you know pains us (laughs) it's always fun you know but anyways uh you know like i said we got bruce jackson in the house
1: and the daniel Tice jersey i like it
0: right
2: no 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 the truth baby you know who it is
0: he has the paul pierce on you know, we got when we got Sano in the house, wearing. Oh man, U-dub. Um, Final
2: four. <laughs> <laughs> then we you dub. Oh. <laughs>
0: we got Charlie in the house, man.
3: You know, we keep it always Seattle.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely always Seattle for sure, man.
1: Why don't you throw off that hair more? Oof. <laughs>
0: Man, well, fellas, man, it's been been a crazy first third of the NBA season thus far, man. There's a lot of a lot of teams that have really kind of stood out, but there's one in particular that has really caught the attention of the entire NBA. And that would be the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are currently the the best team in the NBA. They are a top five defense and a top five offense. They, here's another one for you gamblers out there. They've, what, they've covered the spread? I think that's something I heard the other day. Really? For every, fuck, I I just butchered that stat. It's something about covering the spread or whatever. Well, they win a
1: lot of games by 10. Right. They blow out a lot of teams, right?
0: And they no. are last in the NBA in crunch time minutes. So to so, so your guys' point, they uh, fucking, yeah, they just blow dudes out and they don't have like a real crunch time, you know, atmosphere in their games. But, you know, led by Donovan Mitchell, you know, and Rudy Gobert. And then they've been the health of Mike Conley, which has been huge, and him just being healthy and, and just another year in the system. Uh and then they have the leading candidate for the sixth man of the year. Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. There it Jordan is. Clarkson who's instant offense off the bench, averaging 18 points a game. And you know, and they, they're surrounded by real good players like Royce O'Neill, Joe Engels, Bogdanovich, you know, Derek Favors. They have a solid group, you know, and I think that continuity. Uh, from last year, you know they didn't really have a, a lot of turnover in their roster. Just Derek Favors, they added Derek Favors, but
3: and they also didn't have Bogdanovich in the uh, bubble, right? In the bubble, yeah, right. he injured. They have Ingles. Was he
0: in the bubble? Yeah, he was there. Oh, yeah. But you know,
3: you also got to mention the Seattle zone, Mercer Island zone, led by the coach.
0: Yep, led by Quinn yeah. Snyder, who will be yep. coaching in the All Star game. Yeah, I think he's coaching Team LeBron. So. He is. And he's a Dookie, right? Yeah, of course. He's a legend, bro. Washington Maybe. guy, Duke guy, legend. Instant legend. So, man, talking about the Jazz, man, let's, let's, let me get your guys' thoughts on, on Utah. Man, they just lost a, a tough one. I think they've won 18 of out of their last 20, I want to say, and they just lost a tough one to the Clippers, um, which was a real good game, real, real physical game, real defensive game. You know Utah hits hella threes, man. They they get those they get those shots up, and they're they're never out of a game. Um, so their offense has been real fluid. They hit a lot of threes.
3: It's that, it's that extra pass. They're always they're kind of like that Spurs team from a few years ago, beat, They beat the Heat, yep. and just everyone gets the bet the best shot possible every possession, right? Right. So- Clarkson sometimes will jack it up. Because he can do that, because he gets buckets, right? Yeah. But he, he he been making more passes, too. But his role is to – you come in and score, man. We're not here to, you know, just to, you know, distribute. Who are you talking about? Clarkson.
1: Oh, Clarkson, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I remember talking to you guys last year during the bubble – during the playoffs against Denver. And we were – I think a lot of us were saying, like, Utah needs that – to be a real contender, they need that – another score, because Mitchell was – you know, that was that series where Mitchell and Murray were, like, mm-hmm. out yeah. of this world. And this year they got Bogdanovich back, and he seems like he fits right in as as to that piece that we're kind of talking about as that that straight score guy, shooter, you know. So he fit in perfectly for exactly what they needed. Mm -hmm. He's earning that money, too.
3: When he signed, people were talking about maybe did they overpay him. You know what I'm saying? And he put up that 40 piece the other night, man. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Clarkson's getting his.
0: Oh, yeah. no. When he
3: was, was he second round draft pick? The Lakers, right?
0: Second round pick, like forty six yeah. or something like that.
3: I mean, he's really coming, coming into his own, man.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. So, what do you guys think about? What do you guys think about them, man? There's you no know, Gobert is their anchor, you know, and he's the anchor of their defense. Donovan Mitchell and and Conley lead the offense. So, well, man, what do you guys think, Bruce? What are you thinking about Utah?
2: Yeah, no, I know. I think it's obviously been an impressive run um i think they can definitely make it far um i like what you mentioned the continuity i think uh kind of the the components of a championship team uh is those teams that have i think the nba is good where the nfl you have like parity where a team can come you know out of the playoffs in the next year you know win the super bowl and contend the nba you tend to have teams that go through those growing pains and bumps on the road and obviously denver or sorry, not, but Utah had that that big bump in the road last year, being up three, you know, three one, and then coughing that. But then you you learn something about yourself. You've gone through those trials and tribulations with the team, um, and so I, I think that having that probably in the back of mind has led them a little bit to the run that they're on. They're the you know, well, obviously the three point is huge in today's NBA, and they're the um, best three point shooting team uh, in the league. Um, And and one thing I, I, um, you know, during this run and you kind of alluded to was um, the crunch time minutes and uh, the margin, I think they have the largest margin of victory um, for games of an NBA team currently right now. Um, And so one thing I thought was actually encouraging uh, because they did have the collapse against Denver, they are blowing out teams, but obviously in the playoffs, um, you get the scheme for a team for potentially seven games, and you're seeing those players in and out, and you tend to know their strengths and weaknesses. And so my concern a little bit about them was, was how would they manage those tight, close games? And I think the encouraging thing was watching that um, Clippers game, even though they lost, was the execution of their team in those final two minutes If just as about – you know, the decision-making. So whether it was the coaching with Quinn Snyder, drawing up plays and how they were going to execute to kind of chip away at that lead. And even though they lost, you know, it was like inbounds, three, cook, timeout, Koye, foul someone, okay, hit a free throw, miss on purpose. Like just watching the execution of that last 10-minute offense when trying to close kind of a double-digit lead, I thought that was very encouraging to see that fight and execution from a team that's so used to blowing out of their teams because that will serve them well uh in the playoffs when they get into obviously more crunch time situations
3: wow that was one of the best answers bruce has ever given on the pod (laughs) no i thought that was real that was real that was a real good uh real good take on that i like it
1: yeah i mean i was gonna say when i when i think of utah like 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 usually when we talk about teams you, you think about like oh what are they missing right like they need this or they need that with Utah they to me they have everything that you could ask for right they have like their crunch time guy like we were just talking about their crunch time they have their their kind of playmaker Mitchell um, they have their facilitators like Ingalls and Conley they have their defenders um, Rudy Gobert the big man you know block shots they have guys like Royce O'Neal who are kind of like more glue guys and then they have their um, their uh, I guess another facilitator Mike Conley like the leader so I mean, it's kind of hard to like nitpick and say like they're missing this, and they obviously Bogdanovich too as a scorer. But they have Pete. They have all the pieces there. I think the only thing that would hold them back is maybe like Bruce was saying was maybe like the experience. Yeah. Because they haven't been there, right? Like I mean, those guys haven't been to the finals. They haven't been right. to the conference finals. So to me, they have everything. It's just that factor. Who's their,
3: factor. who's their? Who's uh, their? One thing you maybe they who, who's their who's their elite wing defender.
1: Elite I mean, yeah, Royce you could say that. Yeah, yeah. But you know,
3: you know, it's funny, Bogdanovich is like, when you talk about playoffs, he's actually played LeBron pretty tough.
1: Bogdanovich?
3: Because yeah, he's, 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 he's big. He's given LeBron problems for whatever reason, you know? He was on yeah. Indy. That yeah, amazing. Yeah. 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 You know, that was like, what, three, four years
1: ago? I mean yeah, he's long I enough think. to play he's long enough to play solid defense. And then he's, Mitchell yeah. too. Like Mitchell could be out there. And then you mentioned Royce O'Neal, who's that yeah. guy. Like they have pieces that, that can be and out there. They have
3: there. great team D, right? right? You funnel it funnel it to Rudy.
1: Right. But I think I think you could say that about every team in the league though. Like they could always use another wing defender. Like right. Just the way the NBA is right now. Like I think everybody can use one. But I mean, to me, it just seems like they have everything that you would want.
0: Yeah, I think I think something Charlie to alluded to, you know, when we were talking about Utah on in our group chat is, you know, you know besides having that continuity, man, everyone, and this was brought up on, on a pod, um, you know, I think it was I think it was maybe Zach Lowe or or Simmons or Kevin O'Connor, one of them were talking about Utah. They know their guys know their roles. You know what I'm saying? Mitchell's like go-to score. Conley's like the facilitator. Ingles is like, you know, the pass-first vet off the bench who kind of bring brings the team together. O'Neal is like the wing defender who can guard multiple positions. Gobert's the anchor. You know, Clarkson is the best player. Um, <laughs> no, he's, instant you know, he's, he's instant offense. He's in that Jamal Crawford, Jet Terry, Lou Will role, instant offense off the bench. You know, Bogdanovich is their spot-up shooter. You know, so it's like, those roles were defined, and it's that it's that continuity. You know, we saw with teams last year, you know, teams like the Clippers and and even Milwaukee to a degree, the continuity wasn't there in full, and guys' roles weren't super defined. You know, and I think that's something that Quinn Snyder and his staff have done a great job of, of defining the roles of the players. And, you know, guys know what is needed. You know, even guys like uh, Niang off the bench, you know, he's like a ninth man, solid. You know, gives you good defense, can hit the open three. You know, doesn't need the ball to be effective, set screens. That's all a part of Quinn Snyder's system.
3: Everybody yeah. buying in, I'm yeah, buying not... in, everyone as a whole.
0: And i you know, they're just playing real beautiful basketball right now. Um, it's, it's kind of cool. Like Charlie said, they're they're similar to the 2014. Uh, Spurs, the one you know, the team that you know blew out Miami in the finals. You know, they play similar to that. That style of play, the ball doesn't really stick unless you know. Cr- if they do have a crunch time, it'll you know it'll probably go Donovan Mitchell. You know, and and to be honest, you know Donovan Mitchell, he's gotten better over the course of the year. I thought he's he's been kind of underwhelming to start. You know, he had some poor games in the start of the season, and his defense was kind of shoddy. You know what? What the reason? Who knows? You know, from the bubble or whatever short offseason. But as of late, you know, especially during their crazy winning streak, what was that? Eleven games, Charlie?
3: Yeah. They, well, yep, they had an eleven and a nine, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah so, yeah. so in both those winning streaks, you know, 20, he's right. been he's been great. He's been great. He's really stepped <clears> into <throat> that role as like you know, I, I'm the man. I'm you know, I'm one of the best players. You know, I'm one of the top. 15 to 20 guys in the league, you know, and he's really solidified himself. So, yeah.
1: I was just going to say, like, are, I mean, it's, you, I know we're going to talk about this, like, later, like, as we go on the pod, but do you, do you think they can win the championship? Can they win the title? Yes or no? Like a quick yes or no? I mean, my, my money would,
3: my money would say no, but I think, they're capable of beating Lakers and
1: Clippers. But if you had to pick like Lakers and Cl- or Jazz and Clippers, you'd probably pick the Clippers.
0: Uh, me personally, I would say no. And I just, but that's not a knock on them. I think playoff time, and I know it's kind of crazy talking, you know, I'm high on the Clippers come playoff time. But something like what's happening with, Utah is the Clippers came into the season and guys know the roles, you know, and that's why I believe in them. And it's hard for me to go against Kawhi. That dude's a he's that dude's a fucking winner. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you guys know I love PG, and I think he's you know really had a great bounce back season after being hurt and all the shit in the bubble. I believe in I believe in the Clippers, but then you know the Lakers can't really bet. It's impossible to get bet against LeBron. As much as you want to, Sano, every day, it's hard to bet against LeBron. I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, with the I,
3: Clippers, you know, you said it's hard to bet against Kawhi. It's easy to bet against Paul George. Now I'm fucking with you. No, but as I say it's easy. It's easy to bet against like a Lou Will, who notoriously hasn't played well in the playoffs, right? right. And kind of like um, what what one of the reasons why uh, the Clippers lost last year is the, is the the chemistry, the camaraderie. They didn't really have that. Where Utah has all that. So right. that'd be the one of the ways where I could see Utah maybe sneaking up and getting the Clippers in a series because maybe – but the Clippers are playing more together this year than they were in the playoffs last year.
2: Right. There's um, no- and as
3: we remember, I, mean, I bet you Adam wishes that shot went in, you know, they were one inch away from beating the Nuggets, right? right. right. And what if Utah played the Clippers? Then we might have finally actually saw Clippers and Lakers and not right. Nuggets and Lakers,
1: right? See, I, was, I was just going to say, like, it, if, if Utah had won that series against Denver last year, I mean, obviously winning – better for like the team right and just in general but just that experience of playing against the Clippers or the Lakers somebody in the next round deeper in the playoffs would have benefited them huge for this year even if they had lost that series last year it would have given that experience where it's like okay now we want more whereas like they lost in the first round so it's a little they don't get that kind of deep playoff experience.
0: Bruce as a uh, a playoff performer and as times progress as you know, as the playoffs progress, are you a believer in one Donovan Mitchell as a playoff performer? Now I'm not talking first round, you know, first round, mm-hmm. for the birds, like, all right, he's proven that, right. He's mm-hmm. one, he's one series. And do you, and do you believe in Gobert to stay on the court in, in a playoff? Cause as we saw the other day, when they play the Clippers Clippers, Ty Lu went small even if mm-hmm. he plays small ball and Gobert is out there guarding Pat Beth, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. teams – and I think the Lakers will probably do that too. Well, they'll go swimming mean, ADs with the five, which isn't really small. But ADs a monster. He, he'll he stretch – you know, he'll bring Gobert out, leave all the room yeah. for LeBron to work, Schroeder, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Bruce, talk to me. Do you, do you believe in those guys in – Not just the first-round performance, but, like, big-time performances.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have – I mean, obviously, you can only base player evaluation based on what they've done in the past. So there's nothing for me not to – obviously, based on what Donovan Mitchell did this last playoffs, even though it was only in the first round, there's nothing there to establish for me not to believe that he couldn't continue and do that to the next round. Obviously, we've had – you know, there's a lot of players that we critique. Not being able to get it done in the playoffs because they've shown in the past, um, Donovan has not yet to do that. Even though I do agree with you at the be- beginning, Adam, of this season he was underwhelming uh, as a start of the season, and then obviously he's figured something out. Um, and as we alluded to to a, a previous pod, most of us believe he's all star this year and and, and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, no, I think he can continue that level uh, of play. Um, I do actually worry, though, you got a good point. I do worry about uh, the use of the ability of Gobert to stay on the floor um, against other Western Conference teams, uh, especially other teams, the ability to go small and drag out like you saw Doc do. So I, I, that is actually a genuine concern of mine. I'm sorry. Is that, duh, duh, duh. Yes. Ty Lu, not Doc anymore. <laughs> but Ty Lue, uh did. So, yes, that is a genuine concern. Concern of mine. I do worry about those bigs that uh, you know are a little more versatile can can move a little bit. Uh, but again, that that becomes a p- issue of more matchups, right? I mean, and we all know the playoffs is just about you know matchups. Um, but that would be a concern of mine. More, I, I think I would be more concerned about that than than Mitchell um, not showing up. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Bruce. Because you think about it, like you know, if you're going to go small and you're going to try and take Rudy off the court, you can't, and it's like, Rudy's not like a one-on-one offensive monster. So he's not going to make you pay. Like, no, like a Joel Embiid, like, yeah, you can try and go small against Joel Embiid, but he'll literally score every time down court on the other side where you're not going to get that out of Gobert per se. Right. So then no, maybe and- Snyder has to make a decision like, fuck, do I, do I sit down Gobert for a couple possessions that they're just working us on pick and rolls and stuff.
2: And yeah, no, that's a good point because, you know what this actually reminds me of? This is a conversation we had l- l- during the bubble when the Lakers played the Nuggets and the worry was, oh my goodness, how in the hell is, J- uh, is Jokic going to stop? AD a- 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 is going to have a field day, right? But AD a- did play well, but like Charlie alluded, Jokic was balling himself and he made him pay back on the other end, you know? So it kind of, it kind of negated each other, Um you know, even though obviously AD has much more of a defense impact in other areas than Jokic does, but Jokic was still doing his thing. Um, and I don't know if that would be the case with Rudy Gobert on, on both ends of the floor like that. So,
3: what's Rudy as a free throw shooter in the 70s? Mm. <laughs> I
2: don't even know if he's that high. <laughs> oh, really?
3: He's, uh, I thought he was like decent, but again, I thought maybe...
2: he was okay. I yeah. thought he was decent. <laughs> maybe
3: but anyways <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah it's if they play you know if it was jazz and clippers in a series i mean that's tough it, you know it, uh, it, i mean especially with jazz well the, well one, 58 percent. oh that's pretty bad <laughs> i was gonna say if there's fans you know those utah fans are always been known to be good right
0: yeah
1: I don't, do you think there's going to be enough fans to make a difference like that? No, that's but, what I was
3: wondering. Is there yeah. going to be fans by playoffs, which, which would be you know May, right? March, April, May, whatever. I don't know. It might be, but more I doubt it. Do that
1: now, but I don't know if it's going to be like yeah, enough where it's going to be like home court advantage is going to make a difference again.
3: So here's a here's a random I guess this, here's a random question. Let's say, is there anyone that you would take in a series from the East over Utah?
1: Oh yeah.
3: Oh really? I think Utah would beat almost everybody.
1: I mean, I think Utah matches up. Philly would be the team that, um, that I probably like right now. If we're taking a team out of the East, yeah. I would assume it's going to be Philly, right? And I think Utah matches up really well with Philly. So I think they, I think they could, they could hang with them. I think Brooklyn, if Brooklyn came out of the East, would be another story. That might be a problem for them, just matchup wise.
2: Yeah. Go, go ahead, Adam. I see you shaking the head. Go ahead. Say what you want to say.
0: Oh. Uh. A, a team in the East that would take over uh, Utah? Probably the teams we mentioned.
3: Oh, all of them, huh? I think Utah could could be better. Than, I think they'd be the one seed in the East right now.
0: Uh, Philly and, Philly well, and Brooklyn are the two teams that stand out. Uh, yeah. Brooklyn is just, just for the offensive firepower.
3: That's and, it. That's all I would take. I would take them over Philly in a series.
0: I don't know about Philly because Ben, yeah, Sim- I don't, ben, ben I, Simmons is a big X factor in that one, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just had a forty piece against them last week, and you know, without Embiid, and they ended up losing. I think it was by ten, but it was closer than ten. Uh, I think had, that's
1: a good matchup for both of those teams. That'd
0: be a good matchup. The thing, the thing about Utah is, and in, in the in the playoffs is, you know, they're gonna the the game slows down in the half court, as we all know, and Gobert has to be able to score. He has to get at least fifteen, you know, fifteen to eighteen he has to be able to you know take advantage of his size and you know some of the teams are playing smaller centers so he has to be able to dominate that you know to dominate those matchups and um you know obviously not so much against like the Lakers or you know the Clippers they got some they got some pretty solid bigs but um you know against some of the teams like like Dallas you know he could you know even if Dallas makes the playoffs <laughs>
2: I know what you're going to say.
0: But even someone like – What
3: about Portland? Portland, Utah.
0: Oh, I mean, Utah would win, but, like, Nurkic can't – you know, he's he's slow. I mean, he's a physical center, but he's slow. So, you know, Gobert is kind of he, – he can move a little bit, but he's so damn long that he has to be able to score, you know. And, and I think they're going to need, you know, his offense and come playoff time. You know, because obviously, like I said, the game slows down. You know, I, you know, you know, we know what Mitchell's gonna give. We know what you're getting from Bogdanovich, and you know, we know Clarkson's gonna light it up for you know at least 15. So it's like you know, in the paint, it has to be it has to be Gobert.
3: How did Adam? You know, how did Clarkson play in the bubble? Solid, ever. I mean, you know, because like like Lou Will, you know, the Clippers depend on Lou Will to get to for points. So and they're going to depend on, on, you know, and this might be his first, one of his first times, maybe making a potential deep run.
0: I mean, he was on the, he was on the bronze finals team. Oh, but he didn't Clarkson. He didn't play much. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't play. He didn't, he, he didn't have the role that he has now uh, in the bubble. He had games where he was, you know, double did double figure scoring, but
2: hmm.
0: what hindered him was, you know, defensively. And I think he, he's gotten, he's improved a lot this year defensively, but that's the thing. Like, even the other day against the Clippers, he wasn't on the court. You know, he had 19, but he was off the court for the last, I think, five minutes of the game. And he was one of the reasons why they came back, because they were down 14 at one point. And his uh, his just no conscience, lights out shooting, he brought him back. But defensively, Quinn Snyder wanted, you know, he wanted, uh, you know, he wanted his horses, so to speak. And, you know, Ingles was in there. uh, you know, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, you know, uh, O'Neal, and then Connolly, you know, Connolly just came back from injury, but, you know, so, yeah, similar to Lou Will, I I think he's going to have his moments, but he has to, that, the other end of the court is what will keep him on the court.
3: So, to sum it up, does anyone think
0: they make the Western Conference Finals?
1: I think it depends on what bracket. I mean, how the, how the brackets shape up. Because if they run into if they run into the Clippers or the Lakers, you know, they're going to
3: probably run into one of them before the Western Conference Finals. So well, I mean,
1: well, what, I don't what, know. I mean, maybe maybe those those two end up in the same bracket. You what, know, maybe what, they're maybe they're two and four or one and three or whatever. However it shakes out, but um, I think they have a chance. I think like I think those would be the two teams that would stand in their way. I think they would they could beat anybody else in the West.
0: Yeah, I think the. It, because AD is out and he's gonna miss, you know, I think he'll miss. You know, they said four weeks, so he'll miss a month. I think that, you know, unless something happens, it's gonna be Clippers and Lakers at two three. Unless Utah just like shits the bed and you know, Lakers or Clippers get the one seed, then I, yeah, I could see them making the Western Conference Finals.
3: Um, Adam, I was listening to something and they, and they were talking about uh, someone on TV or whatever was saying how the jazz do this every year where the last two years they've had big runs of like 15 and two, 19 and three. Right. Right. So like they're just happening to do it in the beginning of the year. Right. So, you know, that's why I was like, do you, do we believe in them all the way? This is something that they've tended to do. Um, and maybe with the back-to-back of the scheduling Um, it's favored them and that's why they're starting off with this early because they're only two and a half games up so they don't really have to like you know fall apart to lose the one seed There's a lot of season left but Mm -hmm. if anything now i mean you probably think the clippers could take the one seed i can't imagine the lakers i mean just you know they're obviously going to fall off a little bit without davis right i don't know if they're going to be catching someone they're three games behind so
1: yeah i mean who knows
0: so, so it well. sounds
1: like we think they are contenders. Mm-hmm. I think they're so, yeah. Debatable contenders.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. So, so we got three
3: contenders in the – we got just three contenders in the West, right? Mm-hmm. Portland's not a
2: real contender. Uh, I consider them contender. Well, good. I, I they like are.
3: it. And they might be with, with CJ Beck.
1: I was going to say, I agree. I, I think they're contenders. They're missing their second and third best players.
0: Man, I, I – I'm – I don't, just for a simple fact, is, is similar to Brooklyn, but Brooklyn has more firepower, is they're, they're, they're I think they're ranked 29th in defensive efficiency. Wow. 27th uh, Portland is. So they're, they're great offensively. You know, Dame is filthy, like, you know, MVP candidate, which we'll get to later. But I, their defense is so bad. And I think that will hinder them come playoff time. And especially with the type of injuries these guys are coming back from, uh, you know, CJ has a broken foot, and Nurkic had a He's
1: broken wrist.
0: Broken wrist. wrist okay, right? so, okay, but CJ has a broken foot, and that's—you know—that's not something to really mess with. You know, you want to, and you need time, and you need to get your timing back and to get your rhythm and whatnot. So I think it'll be tough for them defensively. Uh, so I, me personally, I only think there's only three contenders in the West. Like I'm not big on Denver. Like I told you guys that from the start of the season, I wasn't big on Denver. Dallas has been underwhelming and I wasn't really feeling Dallas, you know, KP is a, Luca has been great, but you know, the rest of the team has struggled. Um, and, and Luca's going through some growing pains as a leader and, they're just struggling they're not they're not playing at the, the high efficiency offense that they had an all-time offense last year and they, they're struggling this year
3: yeah I think, I think Utah Portland would be a fun series yeah it would. you know because yeah. if it goes seven which it very well could even if Utah is looking better it'd be tough for me to go against dame in a one game play, in a one game remaining playoff right
1: but you can say the same thing about Mitchell
3: I just trust, I mean I trust dame a lot more than Mitchell
2: Oh, you know, yeah, all day, or every day. I mean,
3: Dame, Dame's the most clutch player in the NBA. For He's hit so many clutch shots. He's won series on a shot, which no one else has since, like, Jordan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not arguing with you. I will probably yeah. say Dame, too, but I'm just saying after we saw from what we saw from Mitchell in the playoffs last he year. He killed, for and, sure. And granted, there was no fans, and it was a bubble, but, I mean, that's what we have to go off of. I was going to say a team that I think is, if they're not a contender, they're one move away from being a contender in the West is, is Phoenix. mm. I mean, they're they're probably not at that level with, you know, obviously not at their level with the Lakers and the Clippers, um, and maybe not even Utah, but that next tier down uh, where they could, you know, cause some problems for somebody in a series. I think they just need to make a couple moves. I mean, they that addition to Chris Paul.
3: I mean, uh, is it, yeah, with them, is it like, is it a move that they need to make or they just need the young guys to keep developing and getting better like a Cam Johnson and guys like that, right? Well, where, both.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to
3: give up one of those guys,
1: you know, but. Right. And they have, they like, we talked about like how every team can use wing defenders. Right. They got wing defenders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't even get in. And and honestly,
3: Ayton could be playing better. He's not having as good a season. Uh, I think
1: he's like four points less or something than last year, which falls there, but still. And Booker, we talked, Booker got out to that slow start. He's playing well now, obviously. Right. Um, But if they, I mean, if they put it together a little bit and then maybe make a move here and there, I think they could cause some problems for somebody in a series.
0: Yeah would you say would you guys say portland or phoenix are more of a a threat to be a contender portland really okay yeah
1: i'd probably say portland too
0: okay
2: yeah port portland, portland.
3: i mean cuz
0: they're they're even
3: right now in the rankings without their second best player arguably right mm-hmm. portland is second and third
1: best you want to
3: oh oh you mean you're talking about M- Melo's
1: the second best. Yeah, and CJ's the third best. Oh no, the real Mello plays in Charlotte. I think you're mistaken. <laughs>
3: well, I think how old are you? I thought you I thought you were over 30, not under 30. That's the debate. Anyone over 30, we know who Mello is.
0: <laughs> um all right. So, you know, talking you know contenders what, what about the East? The East is interesting. The East is interesting. You know, we we brought up Brooklyn with their with their loaded weapons with, you know, Kyrie, Harden, Durant you know, and they got Joe Harris and, you know, all the shooting and they've been playing a lot better defensively. You know, I was down on them a lot defensively, but they've been playing better, you know, had a nice win against the Lakers. They're beating the Clippers right now. So they they got some, they're playing good basketball on both ends, which is weird to say for that team. But um, then we talked about the 76ers there, the number one seed and beat is looking MVP like, you know, he just had 50 the other day. Um Simmons is looking like an all-star. Um, but do we feel any other team besides them? Because, I mean, there's teams like Milwaukee, uh, Charlie, think, Rap- Charlie's Raptors. I
3: think you can stop right there at Milwaukee. There's no one else worthy that you can say.
0: Uh, but, but hold on, hold on. But, I mean, there's the defending Eastern Conference champion, the Miami Heat. You know, and I think – and there's Bruce's Boston Celtics. So are – is it just those two teams in the east, or are we thinking, you know, Milwaukee maybe?
1: Milwaukee I would put in there. Those other teams you named I think need to make a move to be considered.
0: Boston doesn't make a move. They're just throwing – they're pissing away the good years of Tatum and Brown. And smart. And smart.
2: And Tice. We can let him. We can (laughs) let him go. Um, no Adam I, I mean I guess in the east for me I I think I think Philly and Brooklyn are the contenders I have a maybe feel for Milwaukee I'm also interested like w- I, it'd be interesting to see the last two seasons when Milwaukee had like what time of the year they lost their 13th game because <laughs> they've already lost 13 games wow. um, they're still the so season, which is crazy you know and they're still like yeah but um, yeah for me right now it's 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 the 76ers and and the nets and i'm still a little iffy on on milwaukee because you know the ability each of those teams have some flaws i feel a little more confident in the 76ers because of the build they can play defense like at multiple positions play defense very well and effectively and they have a, a championship you know winning coach um the Doc who's been there before. Um, the Nets, obviously, I was with you on board with the, the defensive lapses, but so you know they've they've improved on that end. they uh, they've improved as a team team defense. I don't know if it, but somehow they've started to be getting there, doing a better job on that end. And they, and they do have the best point guard uh in the league in James Harden. And then um Bruce real you know,
0: quick, you know what they've been doing, they're doing that Houston Rockets <laughs> defensive scheme. Mm -hmm. They switch everything. Mm -hmm. It's literally they switch everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Harden's guarding centers a lot. You know what I mean? So they they switch everything, and that's actually played into their favor. Yes, it has. They're they're getting teams to play to speed up the game and play Brooklyn Nets ball as opposed to teams, you know, and and the Clippers fell victim to this a couple weeks ago when they played with Man, they were they were trying to speed the game up, and the Clippers are more like you know let's let's play within the half court. But they're trying to jack up more threes than they usually take, go a little more ISO than they usually do, and that's great strategy. They switched the strategy up. Steve Nash and his his staff they switched it up. So that's
3: I was gonna say either way, it seems like someone that Sano hates is gonna make the finals, whether it's D'Antoni or Daryl Morey and his brilliance. His brilliant basketball knowledge,
1: DeAntoni. He's fine if, you're not, if The camera's not on him. I don't mind it as an assistant.
3: Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like he has a he has a good say in how that team looks and how they play. I mean, that offense, that
1: offense, and that defense have DeAntoni written all over and, it,
3: and Steve Nash, which obviously go hand in hand.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Bruce, well, you—I you, interrupted you, but would you no, finish your point?
2: I was just—I mean, Milwaukee. I'm—I'm I'm still like up and down like this. So I think obviously, like when everyone's healthy, um, you know that that front. I like their their starting five, and um, they have the obviously ability to shoot the ball very well, um, especially from three. Uh, but then I I get in this mode of like, man, is Giannis just going to be that guy that can't get it done in a play? Like, yeah. there's something about um he gets i don't know there's something about him about getting frustrated in the the games i think like as a i think as just a human being like when you get when you face adversity you divert to things that make you comfortable and behave you know behavior i think that's just a natural human instinct Mm -hmm. and for him on the basketball court when it's Mm -hmm. like crunch or clutch i think he gets to the mode of like i have to be all out attack and then he draws fouls dumb fouls he fouls out of games um he, people don't mind fouling him because he has to go to the free throw line and shoot where he's not a very good free throw shooter yeah, sub sixty. Uh, you know and then and they just implement the defense like you know everyone's been implemented for just clog the lane put someone in front of them and and make them beat you with i guess skill like is he going to shoot a jump turn around jumper on you no is he going to like cross you up pull you up and cash in your face like a Kawhi. no does he have a spot on the court his spot on the court is like underneath the basket like so Like that's why i'm a little more iffy on, on milwaukee because when it gets to that time when the game slows down and stuff like okay janice seriously the rock where is your spot like i can name that for every other team and you know uh that's up in the upper echelon in the eastern conference so i don't know that's why i'm i feel more better about the Nets and,
1: and, and 76ers. I mean, another team, like I, I pretty much agree with, with you on, on that, Bruce. Like, <laughs> I want to believe in Giannis so much because he's so good, he's so long. Um, his you deep- want him to
0: be better than LeBron.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's not saying much, but... <laughs> um, but, I, like, I, but at the same time, like, we've seen this before from him. Like, we've seen him struggle the last couple of years when it gets down to the playoffs and you know teams can like kind of pack it in and and they you kind of get that familiarity in a series with the team that get like get adjusted to how to play somebody right so he's got to be able to figure out how to take that next step you know and get his team over the hump um, but another team I I keep waiting for them to to put it together because I feel like they have the pieces is Indiana and I know they're missing TJ Warren who's like a big scorer for them and I feel like they th- those pieces are there and LeVert. Those pieces are there, but they just need to bring it together. And I think they could make a run in the East too. I don't think they're up there obviously with Philly and, and um, Brooklyn, but they're another team like kind of like Phoenix uh, in the West. Like they could cause some problems if they get it together.
0: Uh, really quick before we, we transition, uh, Charlie, I, I alluded to this team earlier and we, we've had multiple discussions about them and uh, Miami. Uh, just got a big win uh, against the Lakers. Uh, they've been playing better, but then they they beat the Lakers, but then they lost to a Clipper team without four starters. So right. it, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. They haven't been as consistent. They've been playing better because Jimmy Butler's back. You know they lost a bunch of guys to COVID, and you know Jimmy Butler's back, and he's obviously he he's what makes the team go. So Charlie, are you do you think that they're that they can make a run to being in that tier? Do you think Uh, they have it? Or do you think, or better yet, do you think like the bubble was kind of like a fluke and they're not, you know, they're not really on that tier?
3: Well, I think for one, I don't know if they'll be able to make enough run to get out of like maybe a six, seven, or an eight. So then their first round matchup is going to be really hard, right? It's going to be Brooklyn or Philly, like maybe right out the gates. And then you could see them out in the first round you know, whereas if they had a good, I think last year they were a four or five seed or something like that, maybe five. five. yeah, five. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they could keep up to five. If they really go on a run. I mean, they're how many games back from five? I, mean, I guess they're only two and a half back from the five seed. So I guess that's doable to sneak up there. The four, the five, they're only two and a half games behind Indiana, Toronto, which is actually kind of surprising that's considering really how fine. bad they played. Um, as we've seen, Jimmy's had some good individual performances now. Cause earlier in the year, he was useless. He was having games of four and eight points. Yeah, Like this guy was putting 30 point triple doubles on LeBron in the finals, you know, and then yeah, to come no. out and see him can't even score 10 against a weak team. Um, I think Jimmy was just kind of like, fuck it. Like whatever, you know, like wake me up when it's playoff time, but they got to make it right. I don't think they can really go on a run to, to win a couple of series um, I think Miami Indiana would be a fun series.
0: Okay. Right?
3: I could see that going either way. But if they had to play one of the top two teams, I think the Bucks, I, it, man, the Bucks too would be interesting if they played them again because they would want revenge. Um, that thing about Giannis, like yeah, Bruce like brought up a good point like is Giannis going to be that guy? That's like man, all the talent in the world but can't, you know, can't put it together in the playoffs. Then again, he is only 26, only 26. He's just been a franchise player for so long. I mean, like when you look at historical greats, like, you know, Jordan or whatever, when, when, how old was he when he got his first title 29 and like LeBron was like 29, 28. So Giannis has a couple more years of fucking up before he really has to, uh, really put it together, you know? Um, and I don't think the bucks are going to make it this year. So then, you know, it'd be another year of him struggling to be the man. Right. Um, and he's got a good number two and he's got a good team, but yeah, I don't think the he back to the heat. I don't think the Heat can really do it.
0: Um, should have made a move for harding
3: i mean maybe they tried right? Right? That's, that's true maybe they um,
0: that's, that's what's
3: crazy as fans you never know about the trades that didn't happen right like first thing that comes to mind you know we listen to a lot of sonic shit how the sonics could have had clyde drexler yeah like we could have clyde drexler gary payton and sean kemp i mean maybe that beats fucking jordan you know what i'm saying like, you know, but who knew, you know you know, you never really know about the trades that don't happen. Like was Philly really going hard, ready to give up Ben Simmons, you know? Supposedly the, the reports were, yes, they were willing to give up Simmons for Harden. Um, but obviously they didn't, but yeah.
0: Well, yeah, Miami is an interesting one. You know, they, I think the, the, the short off season hurt them initially. And then I think COVID mixed in with the COVID that, I think now they're starting to play good, better basketball. Um,
3: Drogic hasn't played much, right?
0: Yeah, he's been. See, they've all their guys have been in and out of the lineup, you know. So, well, you know who's
3: been consistent? Bam is none. Nunn. None's been pretty solid for them.
0: Yeah, none and Bam have been, Bam. and they
3: didn't even play none last year, maybe because of COVID.
0: Right. Yeah. So, um, well, last thing you know we're about a third into this, a little bit more than a third into the season, um. There's been a lot of discussion about MVP. Obviously, you know, it's still early. A lot of things can change. There's been some MVP um, discussions talked about. Uh, So I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, you know, a player that, or two that kind of stand out for you guys in in the MVP race. You know, I know in our MVP predictions, Charlie had, Charlie had uh, Durant. I had Jason Tatum. Sano had Jokic, and Bruce had uh, Dame. Yes. And Bruce had Dame. So
3: I thought Sano had Clint Capella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, producer Pat also had Dame. Also. So, so yeah, let's get your guys' thoughts. So you know, Sano, what do you? How, how do you feel about your prediction so far? And then is is do you feel as though he has a? I want to hear a, it. Chance.
1: I want to hear it. Well, jo- I mean, the thing holding back joke, it's MVP chances is the Nuggets' record. Right. Um, otherwise, I mean, otherwise he's playing like an MVP. He's a- he's averaging Damier triple double. I think still crazy. Not he's a big right man right below. Right, crazy. as a big man, he's been carrying that team, and I think Murray's turning it on now, kind of getting it together. Yep. So we'll see how Denver finishes. I feel- I still think he's in the race. Well, uh, there's a lot of season left, um, but I think right now, my if, if I had to pick, well, I'll say a top like my top. My MVP right now is Joel Embiid. I don't think Philly's anywhere near what they are without Embiid, and they're the top seed in the East. Um, and then second, I would have to put I'd put Lillard, uh, just because of what Portland's gone through. Go ahead, were you going to say something, Adam?
0: Real quick about Embiid, and Charlie brought this up the other day because he, he, he heard it on a, diff- on a pod that we listened to was, do you feel as though Embiid will get hurt because of the games he miss? he missed he's missed and will continue to miss no
1: I, I, as, as long as philly is near the top of the eastern conference or at the top of the eastern conference I'd and, and beat and plays i don't know
0: 72 like, games say he plays 60 say he plays 60
1: yeah i think that's i think that's still i think he still gets it i think so what if, but what if like, he plays
3: like
0: 55
1: 55 that's too like many that area is a little that yeah. then you kind of Gotta talk about those. That's kind
0: of so. Then that will kind of like tie into Charlie's, you know,
3: like a theory of who's who's eligible
0: because you know Kevin Durant has put up MVP type numbers, but he's obviously. Yeah, you know, I I think it's more because of COVID. So I think COVID. That's a little wrinkle in it is how COVID will play with some of these guys. But I don't think the big no. He's like the biggest star that has had COVID. You know what I'm saying? So he like, didn't even
3: actually have it, right?
2: He no, he didn't.
0: Uh, he had it last year, but you know, now they're... it's just con contact tracing. Contact yeah, yeah, tracing. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, the missed games thing is, is something that you know even Charlie t- alluded to. So you would have Embiid, and you think Jokic has a good chance? Sano. "Oh, Charlie."
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would still have. I would, like I said, Lillard would probably be my second. Uh, second up there.
0: Lillard. Okay. Bruce,
1: and he's re- he's
3: really keeping him out of there, man. I see you, Santa.
0: Bruce, what about you? You had Dame, so you feel pretty good about that. But do you, is there anybody else who kind of sticks out? You know? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I pick my preseason pick was Dame. Um, I was a year early. My last year's pick was Embiid, and that was my pick this year. I mean, if I had a pick right now, it's Embiid. I mean, the man is the dude is eating. I mean, like, I mean, some of these stats, I mean, just kind of real quick, I'm looking at, I've been looking at that, I mean, you know, 30, over 30, 11 boards, three assists, you know, over, over one block, one steal game. I mean, the thing that really sticks out to me, though, is he's a big, he's shooting 54, about 55% from the field, 40 from three, and 85 from the free throw line. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. 40 from three, 85 from the freezer line. He's averaging the second lowest amount of turnovers he's ever had in his career at 3.4. Uh, but I also think what's great is his three-point, this is the highest three-point percentage he's ever had, but he's also making the most threes he's had per game, which is 1.2. But he's actually shooting the least amount of threes That's he's true. ever had in his career. Right. So his efficiency got up. So part of it is is Embiid, he's got himself in shape. Kudos to him. His game stepped up. But I also think that Doc's done a wonderful job of like, remember how everyone's always been on Embiid about, oh, he wants to shoot the three and he needs to go in the post more and some of that. Somehow Doc has merged and let Embiid be himself and merged him to the system where it's like, hey, he's still knocking down the three, but at a higher efficiency level doing less while doing monster work inside the post. Right. I mean, so like, yeah. I mean, but like, I agree with Sano. Yeah, one and two right now for me would be, you know, would be Embiid and, and, and Dame. But I would pick Embiid. He's, you know, because of Philly's record, um, you know, as well. And like I said, I, I put a little more emphasis on MVP postseason awards with the uh, with the team record factored in a little more. Okay. So,
0: um, well, let me go because I know Charlie has a he he's been he's been. Chomping at the bit to get to his um.
3: Well, you kind of get to be a to be a legitimate basketball pod. There's one name you have to say.
2: Go ahead. Adam, or else you'll be just ahead. dismissed as ignorant. Well, yeah. I mean, ahead, obviously,
0: like you guys brought up, you know, I I am I'm very impressed with Embiid. I I was not high on you know some of the stuff I've seen uh, previous years with the conditioning and seemed lazy, but he's he's been playing well. Um, my pick was Tatum, but. That's down the window because Boston fucking sucks. Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> he also missed whoa. like
1: three weeks. No,
3: he. Wh- I couldn't hear. What did Adam say again? I couldn't hear. I would like to hear it again.
0: <laughs> um, no, nah, I had Tatum. Tatum. Tatum's missed some time, and Boston. Boston's underachieved a lot as a team. Uh, you know, i You know, LeBron is. I, I just can't. It's it's hard. the, the stats don't like mvp is about stats but then impact and he he has such a crazy impact on the game he, and you know i'm not even i don't want to sit here and talk about lebron because i know that's what charlie's waiting for but lebron is up there. i actually
3: don't even talk about lebron that much on his pod there's just no point
0: <laughs> so lebron's up there but somebody who doesn't get talked about and i don't know if it's because he because he was like maybe, you know, injury management or it's just he's not a sexy like MVP type player is Kawhi. Mm. Kawhi is my top three would be in no order would be LeBron, Kawhi, and B. I think...
1: No no, no Lillard?
0: Lillard's not up there for me. I think Kawhi Kawhi is up there for me. Uh, Dan would be top six, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's not a knock on him. I just, I'm just, you know, obviously I watch so much Clippers and Kawhi's 50, 40, almost 50, 40, 90. 90.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, 27, 6, and 5 for the number two, as of right now, the number two team. And he's been playing back-to-backs. Uh, he's been playing better defense. How many
3: games has Kawhi missed, like five or six?
0: He's missed five, and, and two of them were, like, it's that like tracing shit. Like yeah. Him and PG missed two, and then he got his face, like, he had stitches in his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know he got from his jar or some shit. So
3: sounds sounds soft,
0: but I mean, but the way he's been playing this year, I, I, man, if they're a top team, I say one or two, and he's still putting up these stats. I think he has a great chance, a great. He won't win it because I think there's so many narratives surrounding the MVP. Yeah. Uh, and kudos to LeBron. LeBron let the. Everybody knows, like, yo, you guys gotta, you know, I do this, like, put respect. Dame says respect my fucking name. Well, cats really gotta respect LeBron, and I, I, don't think a lot of people are. So he put that in voters' heads already, at the in at the end of the finals, you know, mm-hmm. when he was celebrating. So I think going, I think he wants to win it this year. So I think LeBron has a strong case, and then, um, Embiid and, and Kawhi. So those are gonna- my three.
1: We're gonna find out a lot about LeBron's MVP case this next month while it's gonna
3: be uh,
0: a
1: make or break over the next six weeks, really. Right. So yeah, far they're, they're what five and three without without A D.
0: But I With think lost to Detroit. But well I will say before you go, Charlie, I, I don't mean to cut you off, is they they cannot he's played like he looks looks gassed against like teams he they played three overtime games. OKC twice and fucking uh Detroit. In a row. And he was playing 40 plus at 36. I hope Vogel kind of cuts that shit down, you know, and LeBron's a freak, freak athlete. So, you know, he's, he's going to be ready, but you just don't want, you know, that fatigue to catch up to him, you know? wasn't
3: there that game the other day where like right before tip off, LeBron was like feeling kind of sick and they carried him off the court. Any LeBron, didn't that happen like just the other day? Where he was like, ah, oh, I'm feeling a little under the weather.
1: No, that was the other MB- that was our other NBA uh, candidate, Carlos Curry.
3: Oh, okay, okay. How, how many games, le- how guy, many games does LeBron miss?
1: The guy who's carrying his team right now. How What's many about- games
3: does LeBron miss? Because he's always LeBron just wants to make movies and shit. That's what I heard. That's why he went to L.A., right?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's fun when you have A.D. carrying you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, if you feel like that's really the case, but yeah. You You're 5-3 without him. They were five and two before last game when it was a pretty ugly game.
1: And they were five and one before that, but now they're five and three.
3: No, they were not five and uh, wasn't. It wasn't like that. Was not the record. They haven't <laughs> lost three in a row without Davis. You've been you've been monitoring every game that even is close <laughs> when Davis doesn't play. But um, I mean, you know, but just, here, I'm, what I'm going to say
1: is Adam just went over it. They have a loss to Detroit. They went into overtime <laughs> to overtime. Detroit. They went to overtime with OKC. They lost to Miami and they probably I think they wouldn't know so, have so then chance.
3: technically davis should be one of your candidates
1: davis's stats aren't great either
3: oh okay so then that that, that you're helping me out for lebron now
1: <laughs> they're both <laughs> mediocre seasons and davis is having the better mediocre so seasons. maybe montrez harrell's
3: mvp?
0: That's true. Hey, i would say hey, true. Sure. Sure. chuck before you go what's interesting and i heard this in uh, i think bill simmons said it um in his pod when he's talking to kevin o'connor was LeBron statistically this is one of this isn't one of his better seasons in the it, last I think 5 or 6 years.
3: Well probably ever in like 12 years.
0: Right. Statistically he's down. I think he said 5 years, the last 5 years. So statistically he's down, he's down but I think overall impact is what uh is pushing him catapulting him to the MVP. So it's like you know we we talk about all the time like he could have won mvp for like 10 years straight. You know what i mean? Numbers alone and they're top top 2 or 3 every year. But he didn't. So it's like now i think the numbers are down but the impact is higher. You know what i'm saying? So i
3: wonder if in a weird way Giannis winning mvp and losing again early in the playoffs kind of helps LeBron for this year. Oh, i guarantee it. You know yeah. like by him by him lo- like what if what if Giannis made the finals? Right? And would it have been like, man, maybe we should have gave it to LeBron or whatever. But Giannis losing in the second round was like, man, maybe kind of like those times, like when Dirk won MVP and they lost in the first round, like maybe we gave it to the wrong guy. We can't give it to him again. And we can't keep giving MVP to Giannis, right? If he's going to keep on losing in the playoffs, even though the playoffs have nothing to do with it.
1: That's they, they, what I was going to say. They always say that MVP is a regular season award.
3: Yeah. Right. But uh, they should, it would be cool if they do start to come out with a playoff MVP, you know?
1: I think, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they made it at the end of the full season and gave out the MVP. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The
3: season and playoffs. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, so actually, I think LeBron will win it. But if I had to vote today, I'd vote for Embiid, you know. But, like, you know, like Embiid and, and uh, Jokic, they, I mean, their numbers, just the raw numbers is way better than LeBron, right? Like, um, Jokic especially, you know with assists and every, I think Jokic might be averaging. I think he's averaging more assists than LeBron right now. I think
0: if not, it's Jokic, close. Jokic is at nine.
3: Yeah. And it's crazy. How, Cause that's why I, like the, you know, the, the argument for LeBron last year was that he led the league in assists, you know, for the first time mm-hmm. in his career, which was like a good thing to, you know, but Gian, Giannis had just an unbelievable season. But um, I think right now uh, with the Sixers number one, and as Bruce kind of said, Doc has kind of, He's kind of got Embiid to cut out the stupid stuff, right? Just the extra too many threes or the turnovers, and he just really down to business. Um, I think that's why I think technically right now I, I'd vote for Embiid today. But you know he's missed six games if in one third of the season. So I'm not gonna say he's gonna miss 18, but if he starts to miss 12 to 15, I think he's out of he's out of the game. You
0: know. All right. What's crazy. Um, about him? What's crazy about Embiid too is uh, he start it's it hits his back that he's been hurt, and what's crazy was the back injury stemmed from a foul against LeBron.
3: LeBron knew what he was doing.
0: He's strategic, trying to take out the competition. I, I actually the foul. Didn't think,
3: he actually didn't foul him that hard. He was just an awkward fall.
0: It was it was dangerous because he put two hands to the body when you're going up, which is I mean I don't think he meant it, but you know I think it's one of those things where it's just like. Damn, like I didn't mean to do it, but it's like I wanted to foul you, but not a hard foul. You know what I'm saying? Right. So
2: he let him know uh, grown men's strength in the paint. Um, but he didn't no. even he didn't
3: even really grow men's strength him either. Oh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Just two hands like this.
2: He, he did. did. I, I saw, saw it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So you know MVP and like you know Curry, you know Chuck brought up Curry. Curry's been amazing. He, Curry is amazing. Curry and Dame, they, they're they're those guys are amazing. I don't think they'll win it per se, but they have, they have a good case if they can catapult their team to top three.
3: First team, all NBA, first team, all NBA is going to be a doozy. Yeah. Well, gar- i, I, I overall,
1: in a joke. for guards, uh, Joker right now. Yeah. Like, Cause like
3: Curry might not make first team all NBA. Like, you know, that'd be crazy.
0: Curry. Dan guards are tough. Harden. Uh, uh, Luca Kyrie.
3: And you know what's what's crazy about Luca is he's still averaging like what, 28, 9, and 9? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, is it, he's in his third year and he's having a bad year at 28, 9, and 9. Right. People are saying it shouldn't start in the All Star game, which I kind of agree with. Which no, I think we all
0: agree that it should be Dame. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think it should be Dame. Um, and I do, I do agree with Sano. Dame should be getting some recognition. Like on the TV shows, Dame's name is never brought up, right? And they're what, 17 and 10 or something? 18, 17, 18, 18.
1: 11? Yeah, they're yeah. third. I mean, they're, they're, I think they're third in the West right now. They're like right
0: around, they're, they're fourth. They're fourth because LA third, but they're, they're not far. They're not far back. I was going to say, aren't they? Yeah. Like, I
3: thought they might even been one game or maybe Phoenix is one game behind them. Either way, it's close.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's close. But oh, it says, so, I mean, yeah. Phoenix is one game up on Portland. Portland. Yeah. What, what makes, I mean, record aside, what makes it all the more impressive is like we talked about that he's missing uh, CJ and Nurkic. They've been gone for a while. So mm-hmm. he's basically on his own as far so, as, like, you know, leaving that team.
0: So, real quick, Sano, Curry's MVP case, uh, uh, well, because what he's doing is just unbelievable. So, what do right. you, besides, you know, obviously, I don't think he'll get it because of team record. Like, what do you think? Like, is it, what do you just make of his season so far?
1: I mean, his his season individually so far has been, like, MVP caliber. His numbers are, you know, off the charts. Um. I'm, but like like we were saying, I think he's kind of in that in that category with like Jokic, right? Like where the team record is going to hold him back. But without both of those guys, those teams are not even anywhere near 500. Right. So he's carrying them to that record. But it's those guys that are carrying these teams to better records like at the Embiid's and, and the Lillard's right now that probably have the upper hand. But, I mean, if we're just going like performance-wise and taking that Taking that standings element out of it, I think Curry would be right there, top two, top three, you know, with again, with guys like Embiid and Lillard. And, you know, so- I think
3: I don't know exactly, but no percentages across the board and even their scoring total. Uh, Zach Levine's probably numbers are actually comparable to the Curry. About They're right. close. Like yeah. field goal percentage, three point percentage. I know Curry's like damn near a thousand from the free throw line, but maybe Zach's like to, close to 90.
0: Maybe to even Dame too. Yeah, I mean minus the assist, but I think you know he's close to 30.
3: Right. Zach is 52 and 43 from field goal and three. And I mean Curry's Curry's close, and they're both at like 20, 29 a game, 29 30 a game. Mm-hmm. So I mean obviously the Bulls suck, right?
1: But um I mean say what if the Bulls get like a sixth seed, which is doable, right? I think they're mm-hmm. nine right now. Right. I think what I think they're what like three games back of that, maybe even less than than of like a six seven seed area. Like, does he get any not that he's gonna win? He's not he's not gonna win, but does he get any consideration or mention?
3: I don't know.
0: I think he'll get all NBA love, but not, not MVP. Yeah.
3: As I'm I'm actually looking at Zach Levine shooting almost four percent better than Curry from the field. Overall. Yeah. Zach's shooting fucking fifty two percent from the field, and he That's takes cool. a lot of tough shots. That's nuts. Right. And Curry's like, you know, and Curry takes a, a, probably even more tough shots, right? But, yeah, I mean, yeah. They both could use some more help. Curry's say, got more help than, than Zach. But, he, I mean, you know.
1: He's been missing guys, too. Like, marketing has been out.
3: Their whole team's been missing. I mean, they're literally, yeah. like, Kobe's been his second best player, right? They haven't been that good at all. No. But yeah. that just goes to show how good of a year Zach's actually having, man.
1: Man, All-NBA is going to be crazy this year. There's going to be some guys that miss, that don't get All-NBA, that definitely deserve it.
3: We'll start hearing about that at the end of the year, about all the contract bonuses that guys are going to miss out on. Like if, you know, they don't get their All-NBA first or second team. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, right now, like you said, one-third of the way, but um, Embiid, I think, is the guy, but theres is there there is, the, is going to be you know as things shake out there is going to be the narrative, um, kind of like <clears throat> Chris Paul's numbers aren't the best, but he he might make the All Star team, right? Maybe LeBron's numbers might not be the best across the board, but if he can if they can maintain a good record, top three seed, usually you got to be two seed I would say, um, which would make it hard for Dame to really get votes, but you know.
1: Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how good Portland ends up once they. Well, you said we have we have two thirds of the season to play, and CJ and um, Nurkic are coming back at some point. If they can hang in that four or five area, like they can make a run to I don't know about two or three, but you know home court advantage. Yeah, we on don't on even know the yet
3: the second half. We don't even know the second half of the NBA schedule yet.
0: Yeah, it hasn't come, it hasn't come out yet?
3: Which is crazy to think about.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: But I think we all pretty much got Embiid as our number one vote.
0: I don't have, uh, man. I, yeah, I guess Embiid would be mine. Embiid or cool. ah, Shit, I don't know. Because I'd love to.
3: I'd love to have KD up there too. But like we said, just too many games. Yeah. Do, do you seem to remember what J- Embiid's odds were before the year?
1: He had to be one of the favorites. Man, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. Remember. I feel like he was over ten to one. I mean, I, beginning of the year, you would have thought like maybe I don't know, Lillard probably wasn't up there, but guys like LeBron and B, like, who else would have been a preseason favorite? Well, Jones- Luca was
3: the fave, Luka. and LeBron's always around the favorites because he's always going to get money bet on him. Yeah, um, Curry maybe
1: even was up there. I, don't know. I
3: think I don't know if he was up there too high because you know. So KD, I I had KD at like eighteen to one, and I think KD was the same as Dame.
1: So, Dan was 18 to 1. It was huh? either
3: 16 or 18 to 1, one of the two, but they were tied. And I think Joker was definitely up there, probably less like 8 to 1 or 6 to 1.
1: And I would assume Embiid had to be around that same 8 to 10, like 8 to 12, maybe area.
3: Right. What's crazy is, yeah, Golden State's only half a game behind Denver. It's yeah. pretty surprising, considering, you know.
1: <clears throat> and we like, there, there'll, there'll be some moves made too. I don't know if we're going to see any. Major move. I don't know if Beal is going to be traded. No, but guys know. like – guys like Blake Adam, guy, your guy Blake, like if, if he goes to a team where he can play a role, you know, where he can still utilize his shooting at least and passing and, and things oh, like man. that, he can make a difference for somebody.
2: Man,
0: he – yeah, I hope so. I think he'll end up getting bought out, which would be a – he'd have to give back so much money. But he's just – he just looks so just – over the not only say over the hill, but he just looks like time caught up and injuries caught up to him yeah. this year. And it sucks. It sucks because, you know, when he was last healthy, man, he was best season of his career, all NBA. But It's yeah. crazy.
3: Like they say, you know, you can kind of try to offset the money you give up by the next team. But if he wants to, you know, go to a contender, there's probably not too much money anybody could really give him, you know, on the bet back end minimum. later on.
0: It would be vet minimum. He would get, he would get Yeah. minimum. Yeah.
3: Now, unless they say we'll give you the vet minimum and sign you next year right, for, right. for big money or something, but to try I mean, to offset some
1: of the losses. We're going to agree to sign into a big deal. Like, he's so injury prone. Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: yeah. Just his production this year has been – it's been tough. It's, it's, it's been tough for sure. But all right, you guys. Well, that about does it. BTST man, it, it, it was a good one today. It was a good one today. You know, thank you guys again for continuing to support us. Uh, we cannot thank you guys enough. Continue to follow us on social media. Um, Sano Bruce, Charlie, Adam, signing off. Take care, you guys. Thank you.